All right, Memorial Day. It's Monday. It's now working. This is our fourth attempt to start the show. It's your buddy Gavin in the studio with my buddy Cindy. Hey, Gav. Hey, Dara. And in Philadelphia, as Cindy alluded to, our buddy Dara, Richie O'Brien. What's up, Dara? Hey, guys. Happy Memorial Day. You too. Uh, We were just reminiscing on the very brief pre-show how Memorial Day is a lot different than it was in, like, 2010. Uh, We used to go to the Cape and drink copious amounts of mudslides. And and I I just want to say to to you, Dara, sorry, because you texted Cindy and I the other day, like, thinking we were going to be like nine mudslides deep and we had to give you the sad news that we too were not we were not on cape cod time either so sad simpler times back in 2010 oh my goodness gracious <laughs> especially for you because you actually have two children i have literally nothing to show for <laughs> we i don't mean nothing to show for it pundit cindy harrington's taking umbrage i'm not really sure why anyway <laughs> speaking of taking umbrage we are way overdue to catch up on season five of something charm just to recap for everybody, last summer I basically told you guys I was never watching the show again. Correct. We did a preview show, which, by the way, has been getting a lot of steam lately. I'm not sure why in terms of listens. It's like six weeks in, huh. maybe more. <laughs> I like it. Um, but anyway, we did a preview show, and you guys gave me reason to be optimistic, mainly because we got rid of everybody's friend, but not friend, the dolphin. What was her name? Landon. 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 And we added some people, like T-Rad's girlfriend, Ashley. Um, Craig and Naomi broke up. We've gotten to see some things there. So anyway, I, I feel like what's been the buzz in the world? You guys kind of spend more time in that like reality TV <laughs> Bravo world than I do, with the exception of this show. What has been the buzz? I don't know. I'm gonna ask Cindy first on this season compared to like the last couple. Um, I think it's been pretty well received so far. Yeah, I think that um, you know the the fact no one misses Landon. And it's almost like she was never there. Yeah, it's correct. You don't even think about her. And um, yeah, Ashley, although she's not a very likable addition, she's certainly creating a lot more storyline that I think drew us into Southern Charm in the first place, which right. is, you know, this, the, the drama. It's all about love triangles and drama. Sure. Dara, what's your take on the buzz out there, first of all? Um, yeah, I think it's been, I've, I've, loved it this season so far I feel like it's a completely different dynamic like without Landon I'm loving like how all the girls are really genuinely friends and they all hang out and so we're getting like a lot more of like a like pro girl vibe Mm. that ever before which is very timely and of the moment so I think it's been kind of like a breath of fresh you know do you think that was by design to take to take advantage of the moment, or it's just kind of by by luck or good fortune that they've kind of gotten girl girl power, girl solidarity in the year of kind of like that wave? I mean, I feel like they, um, you know, that they're they were probably feeling empowered by that whole movement, and were kind of looking at their own lives like we have these kind of terrible men who <laughs> run our lives and uh you know hashtag times up <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hashtag times up hashtag mm-hmm. you too not me too because i'm a guy um can we all right let me just jump into one thing and then maybe i'll let dara drive for a bit because she's got the most notes um what did you guys feel about the reunion of craig and gizmo let's just get it out there oh, man <laughs> it was so like it was 
sort of a heart-wrenching moment, wasn't it, to see Craig reunited with Gizmo? I totally forgot that it was, like, her cat, and uh, so that has to be tough stuff for Craig. <laughs> I I thought it was a nice olive branch by Naomi. I also can't get over how that cat just, like, follows them around like a dog. Like, she just right. let it free on his property because she was on crutches. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that was, it was amazing. I thought it was a nice little moment. It's crazy how much he loves that cat. Yeah. Is it? Can we also take a, take a brief moment, uh, now that you've mentioned the crutches, Naomi's crutches, like these, these people got to take a hard look in the mirror. We have three injured cast members, like guys, get it together. Who else is hurt and why are they hurt? Sorry. Uh, Shep, what did he have, like a broken nose or something? Or? Yeah, Shep walked into a door. Well, Shep's a, I mean, he's a drunk. <laughs> he's a drunkard. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I think they're all getting so Cranked bu- up. Yeah, a lot of soft <laughs> tissue injuries, a lot of dehydration. Yeah, you know. and then Craig injured like a tendon in his thumb or something and like couldn't bend. Well, that's from all the sewing, I'm sorry. Yeah, something. Overuse with sewing. What was that there? He was like, that was also like a drunken injury where he was like trying to stab something or I don't know. I might be getting this confused with Dorinda when she stabbed her hand or he was trying to punch a wall. I don't know. Something. Well, either way, so you got three injured cast members out of like basically nine main people. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's stick with Naomi for a minute. Um, Obviously enjoying uh, a true breakout season. Yes. Um, is she a main character yet or not in terms of like her name being on the credits? No, right? Chelsea was instead. Which is so odd. Can we talk about that? Like, What was that choice about? I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. You almost think with the airtime Naomi's gotten, um, it would be more her because she's certainly a little bit more controversial than Chelsea. Chelsea doesn't want to start anything with anyone. Yeah, I feel like... Right. Chelsea hasn't. I mean, I, I like Chelsea. I'm really glad she's on the show. Yeah, she's I'm very likable. Not a bad word to say about her, which is probably why she's on the show and a main character. But she really hasn't brought much to the table this season. Is that fair to say, Dara? What do you think about that accusation? Yeah, no, totally. I agree. I like her, and I think it's good to have like a Chelsea in that group, especially with that. Like, you need a kind of you know, Cam is sort of like on the bench right now, so you mm. need kind of like grounding fair. force. I That's feel. true. Cam is on the bench. Uh, so she's a good, like, juxtaposition to all of the, like, mayhem and madness. But um, Ch- uh, Naomi is really, like, not the heat this year. I, I'm interested to know what you guys feel of Naomi's, like, story arc this year. Like, I was going through my notes and, like, the first episode, I was like, I love it. I am here for Naomi. Like, this is so great. She's so empowered. She's not taking crap from anybody yep. she's called like you know whistleblowing jd like at that awesome uh dinner at yep. chef's house yep but then we like like as the season has gone on she's truly become like a bit unhinged like it's it's kind of yeah she's gone off the deep end a little bit yeah it's sort of like that it all just snowballs to be a little bit too much and I think she's reeling it back in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I think they're almost trying to, like, make Craig not look as bad, too, because he's, like, you know, one Maybe. of the OG main characters. Yeah, I think the biggest revelation <laughs> as she's gone further and further kind of, you know, when she had that big fight with Peyton for no reason at the costume yeah. party. And Craig was like, see, the real Naomi's, like, outside of the cage or whatever. I, I feel like... Uh, 
I was totally on the, and I still am on the Naomi is right for calling out what Craig's shortcomings are, and at least yeah. for their compatibility. Like, they're not compatible for the reasons that she has said. The fact that he can't grip that, and like, the fact that he doesn't quite get that is why it's not working out in the first place. <laughs> but for her to go after that girl, really for no reason, because at the end of the day, was Craig and Naomi together during the first season of Southern Charm? No, right? No. So remember when she called Peyton a thirsty bee and said, I, well, Naomi, did you start dating Craig because you wanted to be on TV? Because to me, that's kind of, it seems to me, it's like when you call somebody a name and they are that thing and they get really defensive because they actually know it's true. I feel like she's like, oh, Peyton's coming around doing what I did. I'm threatened because people will probably be like, oh, Naomi did the same thing. So she decided to go at it way too hard. Right. Way too aggressively and basically call attention to the fact she herself is, is or was a thirsty bee. And she blew her cool. She blew her cool. She blew her cool. Yeah, it just looks like she cares, like, way too much. Mm. Like, you gotta play it a little bit, play it a little bit cool. Like, right. I also I mean, feel for how annoying Craig is to her that she's way too into him still. Like, her feelings are way too strong for how, like, when you live, when you live together and it doesn't work out and you don't get along, like, I just, they haven't been together that long. I just don't feel like... She likes him as a person, so why is she so jelly? Maybe she's just a jealous person, but yeah, she seems a little bit unhinged, a little bit jealous, and like you said, I think she's trying to do too much sometimes, but when she's not, like when she called out JD, that was awesome. That was the best TV they've had in three seasons. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so great. My, yes. my, my favorite line of that was when he goes, are you guys upset with me or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did say that. Welcome to the party, JD. Oh, man. Um, well, okay, well, that's one thing. But then how about – I did think she was in the right when Elizabeth, JD's strange, not a strange wife, showed up at that party in maybe episode three of this mm-hmm. season. And then, I mean, I, I think Naomi's right to be mad at Elizabeth, kind of. 100%. Like, what's you know, going on with that now? Or Go ahead, Dara. Sorry. Here's the thing. It's like what I wrote down from that episode was like – she was a little naive in this whole thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, she's young. She's 25. Yeah. You forget, like, that she's that young. And it's like, she... You can't live and die by the ups and downs of someone's marriage. I sure. mean, that is a, that is a, a losing yeah, uh, position. Yeah, you're not going to win yeah. that. Yeah. Right. And I think she's like, you know... You know, Elizabeth was obviously leaning on her venting chair, like, all of this stuff. And they obviously were going through a tough time. But, like... You know, people reconcile, and that's that. You know, that's just the way it is for a number of reasons. Or right. you know, they're trying to keep up public appearances because they're not ready to share that with everybody. You know, there's a million different things, and you can't like. I just felt like she was a little naive in that whole. Situation. That's fair. Yeah, she was so into girl power without thinking about the fact that like they do have children. Yeah, uh-huh. they need to be civil. Yeah, it just it's it's a little bit more complicated than I think that she wants to make it very black and white. It's yeah, but it sounds like she definitely called JD out like <laughs> for stuff he was really doing. Yeah, totally. Well, I don't think anything she said was untrue. Yeah. Also, uh-huh. since that happened, you know, there was like some words exchanged on Twitter between. Yes. Elizabeth tweeted, but Elizabeth is now not on Twitter anymore. Oh, wow. So I think she got a lot of flack from fans and just had to shut that down. Kind of like when Ed Sheeran did a cameo on Game of Thrones and then everybody yes. was so mad at Ed Sheeran for like taking the opportunity to do a cameo in the biggest show of all time. It's like, well, what, what did you expect me to do? Exactly. But it sounds like yeah, people were, people were like on Team Naomi and therefore Team <laughs> Elizabeth. And then Elizabeth was like, actually, I'm on Team JD. And I think Twitter was like, 
go blank yourself. Yep. Yeah. Totally yeah. fair. All right, let's. I don't know. I'm, I'm bumping around here, and if I'm missing big things or things that you want to cover, Dara, please butt in. But what has happened? Because I missed the very beginning of last week's episode. Has anything materialized with Patricia's offer for Craig to like make cat pillows or whatever the hell <laughs> she's giving him a bone, throwing him a bone? He's. He, I think he's still in the exploratory phase. Is what he's saying. Like I'm still exploring the pillows, which I don't know. What does that even mean? I don't. I'm not sure. Spending a lot of time at that craft store, that Michael's yeah. down the street. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, and then it seems like Pat, especially in real time, Patricia, really angry uh, with T-Rav now, it seems like. It seems like a lot of people who used to be on Team T-Rav or disliking Catherine, Pat being the band leader, are now on Team Catherine, right? Yes, I'm interested to see how that kind of plays out, if we'll see that the rest of the season. Like, how does he fall out of favor with Patricia? Yeah, because she's one of his biggest supporters. She's been Team T-Rav since day one. Right. For yeah. Sure. So and now Patricia's like favorite thing to do is like retweet like compliments about Catherine and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, she like subtweets Thomas and she like holds Catherine up. Yeah, she yeah, likes all of her, her posts on Instagram. Wow. You know, I mean, whatever it was, Pat must have been like everything that T Rav told me I now know to be a lie and therefore I'm just going to unconditionally respect you for putting up with his BS and right. being the butt of like his ire and his like. Barbs. The other thing I wonder wonder about too is, you know, with Whitney being so heavily involved in the production of the show, like right. how now, you know, all these allegations and how that's like affecting their friendship um, because he must have to take action on it. And yeah, it must be right. an interesting dynamic there right now, I would think. Right. And let's get into that really quickly. T has in some real, actual, current life, uh, post season five trouble. Um, with maybe more than one person in terms of some, some sexual improprieties or some yeah. un, unwarranted or unwanted advances at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, not that we're trying to be a sordid show. We do try to tout ourselves as a family-friendly podcast. But, I mean, this dude just coming off as being a really bad human being, which, hashtag not surprised by his Twitter feed over the last two years, but, like, a really bad human being, like a deviant. Yeah. Um, yeah, least shocking, least shocking allegations. I mean, I... I was, um, of all of the people who've been called out for sexual misconduct, I think that he was the least surprising. Fair. He's just that arrogance about him where he feels like he's entitled. It's all about, like, that sense of entitlement. It's like, fair. That's fair. Well, that's tough. Um, but we'll see what happens with that in the real life. I mean, honestly, the best thing they can do is, like, get a release from him to film on him going through all this crap because that will be must-see TV. Not, mm-hmm. not that we want to drag everybody through the through the mud publicly, and I'm, by we I mean Bravo, who I'm unaffiliated with. <laughs> I just wonder. Every season, he seems to have like a huge meltdown and go on social media and like yes. have beef with certain people and say he's never coming back to the show yes. and this and that. Right. And of course, he always comes back. So I wonder if this will be the actual nail in the coffin for him. Right, because well now he's a liability. Exactly. And also, I mean, his ego is way too big to to not not come back and it's just shows on the show like this week with ashley like he's just yeah he's like the worst to her he's the worst to her i'm not sure she's also just terrible but he's kind of playing both sides of the coin and like literally pitting these two women against each other what what, do you think there's any direction from the producers to do that or do Mm -hmm. you think i mean i'm asking i don't know why don't you guys like ashley i i don't First of all, I feel like she's right to be upset with 
T-Rav and what T-Rav's doing. Obviously, she moved across the country for a guy who's like 40 years older than her, so you can make the thirsty bee argument about her. Sure. She needed a drink. Uh, she's, in, she's like in the middle of the desert looking for an oasis. She's so thirsty. Like, I can't. <laughs> that, that is... Is that is, it? Yeah. So why you guys don't like her? So I, that's number one, why I don't like her, because I think she's... Like, I think she's just your standard, like, opportunist. Yeah. But I don't think she's a girl's girl, which mm. I don't really like. And I just feel like she's really annoying. Mm. Like, it must be so annoying to be in a relationship with her. And and not that I care if T-Rab is annoyed. I mean, I don't like him either. They probably deserve each other. But it's... Um, I just... I, I don't know. I just think she's annoying. Which constant questions about like, uh, can when when will I get my ring? When can I get married? You know what I mean? Like, I, right. And by the way, going after a career career bachelor, yeah, and wondering when you're going to get married might be the most guided, thirsty move of the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She. It's always like, well, can I have your credit card? And yeah, that whole scene and, with like Pat and like buying a Chanel purse and and she never stops talking. She never stops talking, and not for nothing, but whatever she knows about Catherine, regardless, like that's the mother of those two children, and sure. I think she needs to be more respectful of that. You know, like she's gonna sort of set the tone, and she really has no choice but to sort of abide by that. So this cat fight that was starting towards. The end of all of that. <clears throat> it's on her, I think. Yeah, I just think that I don't disagree with like first in the beginning. I thought she kind of played it cool, where she yeah. was like, "Hi, Catherine. I'm Ashley." Like she was trying to take the mature route, like, and it's just going to take Catherine like a while to get there, obviously. Right. But she, <laughs> I think, is pouncing on the opportunity to kind of ruffle Catherine's feathers and make her look bad. And, um, and again, also, I think it's fine to say like, well. I'm your girlfriend and I see those kids all the time. And why can't I come to the birthday party? You're inviting everyone but me. It's kind of embarrassing and hurtful. Right. Correct. But then she like goes off of the, you know, goes off the rails with, I see those kids more than you do. I mean, God. right. Well, that's, yeah. And I agree. That's where you got to know your role. Um, but my guess is when she got together with Thomas out in like Palm Springs or whatever in California, he had custody of the kids. So she, I mean, so yes, she did see the kids more. But to be that unaware that when you go back to Charleston, like, all the rules are going to change because the kid's mother is going to be... But also, like, Thomas has primary custody. Of course she's going to see those kids more. Like, that's such a low right. thing to say to someone. Correct. Sorry. Right. I got yeah. very angry at that. You should be angry, I guess. I mean, you feel strongly, and that's important. Yes. Um, all right, like, so you guys don't like Ashley at all. Sorry, Dad, go ahead. Let's just say that Thomas doesn't come back. Like, where are we? They, they, those, that love triangle... And Thomas and Catherine, they're the linchpin of the show. Like, it's the gift that, that keeps on giving, yes. And he is still sweats her so hard. And for every, like, <laughs> for every comment that Catherine makes about, like, oh, it's not my problem anymore, you know, whatever, I'm like, Catherine, I really wish I could believe you, but, like, you definitely still have an affection for him. Like, yeah. I think that they would get back together in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think... Yeah. I mean, you know, it just sounds like... Again, it's complicated. But, like, he's going to be a philanderer no matter what. 
she's mm-hmm. going to be kind of like a fly off the handle, less than stable human being, no matter what. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> can they just live with those things? <laughs> you know, <Right>. like, like, <laughs> cause you're never going to be a great match in the classic sense of celebrating a 50th wedding anniversary with your, your children and their children and happy family. But like right. in this crazy soap opera, we call Southern charm. Yeah, I mean, if you're attracted to each other and you love each other and you're both bat crap insane, you just got to take that third piece out of the equation and say, we're going to have a non-traditional relationship. Yeah. Right. Okay, I also just have noticed, and I think someone said this on um, our little group, Dara, but, like, I'm just, I think it speaks to the type of person that he is, too, that he keeps offering her drinks or, like, saying, mm. I want to drink every single time. It's like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, that? Are you trying to bait her? Like, what is your problem? Right. Like, right. he, if anyone knows the ins and outs of what that what probably their, their was is. like right. for her. Right. And, like, that is just a really crappy thing to do, I think. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. Uh, and he's just, yeah, it's like, I don't, I can't tell if he's just that dumb or <laughs> if he, he forgets like I don't if he gets nervous like if that's the case yeah. like okay but still like have some cognizance that that might actually hurt her feelings like get right. with the program sure yeah Sorry. and he never misses an opportunity to you know drink when she can right you know like at that dinner he was like I'll have wine <laughs> yeah like, oh yeah some rosé like, oh he's a drinker yeah. do you have gentry bourbon <laughs> yeah <laughs> in that case I'll have Nog Creek <laughs> My favorite part is that Naomi will, be, will go to the bar and say, I want bourbon, anything but Gentry. Um, That's a good move. Did, is, is Gentry officially out of business, or what's going on with that? You know, that's a good question. I don't know if he still has the bourbon brand going now that, like, he doesn't have the restaurants. Like, did he have to liquidate that? I'm not sure. We right. That's a good question. Do investigative reporting on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we can do that for the... Crack research team. Can, Crack can, research team will get that for next up. For sure. We definitely have at least at least one more of these in us, if not two for the season. What episode are we on now? Like seven? Seven. Yeah. Really? Did seven just happen or is this seven like, t- like this week? I think I think we just watched seven. Yeah, so eight's oh, coming. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's flying. So maybe yeah. ten or twelve. I forget. Oh, I think it's ten and then maybe ten. like two to three part reunions. Yeah, depending That's, on how juicy the season is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like what, I don't know. So what are we, all right, so what are we, I guess I want to get get to like things that we've missed, but before we do that, what are some things in the next three to four episodes we think are going to, because you know, Andy's great because he'll say, (laughs) oh, you know, we sat down for the reunion show and after the first break, I say to the cast, this is going to be a four-parter. Like he he just, he's got a sense of like, oh man, there's a lot of dirty laundry. We can get a ton of mileage out of this reunion. What do you guys anticipate are going to be some of the big blow-up points of, like, the next three, four episodes? Like, what's been brewing? I'm a little bit behind Mm -hmm. and a little bit, like, I don't know where they are now because I don't follow any of them on social media. So, Mm -hmm. like, what what are we prepared for, do you guys think? Any hypothesizing you want to do? Easy for me to say. Excuse me. Oh, Uh, are you okay? (laughs) Yes, I'm fine. Um... I don't know. I mean, it seems like there's, like, build-up to, again, another sort of epic dinner where at least they're all dressed up. Mm-hmm. And 
Ashley and Catherine have it out, like, in front of, like, some sort of, it looks like outside of Patricia's house, maybe. And yeah, it's like, some fancy place. Okay. Yeah. And they're all dressed up, and she says, I'm the mother of their children, and, and then, uh, or I'm the mother of those children, and she says, you're nothing but an egg donor. Yikes. Oh, that is brutal. Low blow. Uh-huh. It also looks like next episode they're kind of gearing up for all of the guys to start turning on Ashley too and realizing that she's like kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, like even Shep says something. Oh, and really? Shep is, you know, Mr. Inclusive. Correct. Wants yeah. everyone to get along. Just and get such. along. Yeah. Right. Um the the Austin sort of also Chelsea triangle with this girl Victoria too, right. I think is gonna come to a head. Okay, question yep. on that one. So I, they were formally dating probably before he got famous, right? Victoria? Victoria? No, I think he dated her after last season. Oh, okay. So yeah. after Chelsea and after season four. <clears throat> sure. And she's a friend of Chelsea's. Like, who, who? what kind of friends are those? Well, yeah. I think the problem with Charleston, Maybe. unfortunately, is Charleston is like high school. Like, right. your dating pool is your dating pool. And when you, as soon as you leave the greater Charleston area, you're around people that are all married or unmarriable. Right. For those type for those people. So yeah, but I think it's I think it's like high school, you just run into you run into people, right? Um yeah. but, but anyway, yeah, terrible friends. Right. Terrible friends. But like I think some some of it's like a, I don't want to say there's no choice, but there's like very little choice. But is so is Victoria like a thirsty bee then or what? I'm gonna keep trying to say thirsty bee till this <laughs> episode that's ends. The, that's the name of this episode, this that's, podcast. That's episode. the theme of the season. <laughs> she could be. Um, who who knows? She's a very pretty girl. Yeah, um, she's very pretty. I don't get the impression that that she is necessarily. Does she also is she a doctor or does she work at a hospital? She she's, she referenced the uh, hospital. Or yeah, I forget what if he said she was a doctor or a nurse or what. But he's not dating her anymore. He's now on Instagram dating one of their other friends who is drop-dead gorgeous, and she does all the makeup for everyone, I think. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, he posted on his Instagram stories or his Instagram? On his Instagram, and and he's on hers. Wow. I have a lot of time on my hands, guys. I feel like I followed, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, God, I got I to gotta go back and do a deep dive after this yep. also. It's worth right. it. So he's with the, right he's with another girl who's friends with them who does makeup for the show or just makeup in general or I think she know. does makeup for a lot of the people on the show like she definitely does Cam's makeup wow, um, okay for you know whatever appearances they have and maybe hair too so like yeah. that's a direct competition with Chelsea right Chelsea okay. Chelsea by the way the freight train's coming through Dara in case you can't hear it <laughs> choo choo and to all y'all listening don't worry Cindy and I are not on the tracks. <laughs> Be a lot cooler if we were. It'd make the show a lot more dramatic. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, while the train whistles pass. Okay. So those are pretty good. So do we think we think Chelsea? The thing, other thing about Chelsea is they they tease that she really likes Austin, but they also tease that she thinks he's like a like a like a, a puss. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like she wants him to have like a set of you know intestinal fortitude. Yes. Yeah, that he doesn't pay for dinners and he'll like stroll over to her house at three a.m. after he's been out all night and. Yeah, he's he's a, a child. I think she knows that she should not be with him, but also just can't quite. Yeah, but she needs like a like she's like thirty seven ish, thirty four ish, somewhere in there. I think she's Cam's age, so she's probably like thirty four. Yeah, she probably needs like a forty year old 
Yeah. But like not like a not a twenty not like a J not like a J D type like no. forty five fifty. No one year needs old. a J D type. Correct. But I'm saying like <laughs> I don't say I'm not saying she has dad issues. In fact, like her dad's like her best friend, which is questionable right. in well, some ways too. Yeah. But but my point is I don't think she's like uh, clearly she's not like a oh this guy's sixty I'm forty let's go after this guy but I think she probably needs to go out with a guy who's not even more old fashioned but just more of a grown up right and she's the catch I mean like no question does she own her hair business not sure it seems like she might next time I'm down in Charleston I'm gonna try to get a walk in appointment you should but remember to pull the door not push like Craig oh boy we've <laughs> by the way Dara when Cindy and I were in Italy we had a lot of trouble with pulling and pushing doors. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't because the, it was written in Italian. It's because we literally just guessed wrong all week long. All the time. Both of us. We almost had Shep-like injuries from the doors by smashing our faces into them. Yeah. And, like, even the same doors. Like, the same doors of our hotel. Like, yep. oh, let's, let's keep doing this wrong. Couldn't so anyway, get it right. That was a good time. But, anyway, okay. So this, this could blow up, but I don't know. It's probably more of a tease. I think the, the, clearly the Ashley-Catherine blow up and how Thomas re- reacts to it will be... Leader in the clubhouse to the most interesting way the season ends. I would bet that that's where the genesis of Patricia's flip comes from, right? Um, yeah, that could be most could likely. Be. All right, mm-hmm. what do we think about Whitney this season? I think he's hilarious as always. I wish he was on more. I wish he would. Can Whitney get a spinoff show where he just goes around the world and acts like a like Whitney? What is Whitney's commitment to Adidas tracksuits this this year? Yeah. <laughs> They must be really in. They must be paying him or... I was saying to Gav the other day, I really enjoy his and Catherine's relationship Mm, now. Because I think they think it's just funny that they're friends. And like when they got to the house, uh, wherever they're vacationing right now, and he walked in and Catherine was like, Hey, Whitney, welcome home. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy them. I think they're a good pair. Yeah, they have like kind of a funny banter. Yeah, they do. Which is really weird because of how and how much of a bad spot they were in after season like two. Right, right, right. Like a really bad spot. Yeah. I love. What if Whitney and Catherine got together? Remember, they were like the first season. They they hooked up. Right. I think he harbors some feelings for her still. I mean, I just gotta like see her in person. Like, because I need to understand. My friend did see her in person. Remember, I texted. Guys. Yes. Right. Well, by the way, that's why people should listen to the filibuster freestyles, Southern Charm ketchups, because we actually do. This is the second year in a row, Dara. That one on of your ground. friends, one of your friends, has run into either Shep or Catherine. I mean, we've yes. got inside sources, man. Yes, um, my friend um, Regan was in Charleston and saw Catherine at the the outdoor bar that Naomi and Craig had their like breakup conversation and I guess they go there a lot and she was there with her like stylist slash photographer friend who I think like takes photos for Instagram and um she said she was very striking in person yeah uh, and very tall and um just like six feet tall yeah remember chef said this season in one of the confessionals like there's something about Catherine where she is incredibly beautiful and striking when she walks into a room but she also has like a vulnerability about her where you want to like help her or protect her and i was like 
wow, very like astute observation by Shep. And I was like, I get that. Like, I totally... So, like, that's why people are so attracted to her on a couple different levels. Yeah, got it. She's got the... She's got a couple of things that, for some people, it really works. I mean... Right. She also just went back to her long red hair. I think she probably got extensions, but it's it's back to red now. And I think that's her look. That's her calling card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that she tried to go with, like, a cleanse, you know, like a new new look, new season. She tried a few different things. Um, But at the end of the day, I mean, dye blonde hair is, you know, something that a lot of people do. Um, Perfect. But it's not easy to pull off. I wasn't going after that so much, guys. I mean, I was more going after. I'm, like, walking it back so hard right now. Um, <laughs> I was like, you're talking to two blondes. Correct. But <laughs> what, I, what I mean is that for her, like, not everybody can pull off bright orange hair. I know because I used to have bright orange hair. And not for nothing, but I've been, I've been, I've been mistaken for being more attractive since the hair stopped being orange. So my point is I've been maligned by having orange hair but for her it works and so all I'm saying is if you can pull off Jessica Rabbit like looks go be Jessica Rabbit yeah that's good don't be don't don't go to a look that other people are great at too you gotta own your exotic look that's all I meant I just got there in a weird way that offended both of you you really pulled that right back on track good job Good news is I did because I'm in the studio with one of the guests this week folks and uh, usually I'm safe to the screen, they can't get me, but Cindy could literally just end me right now. Can <laughs> um, we discuss the, uh, the new cast member that is Gwen's department store? Yeah, what? what's that all about? They, they must have, like, be paying money. It's like a promotional deal or something. It must, they must be like, yo, if you guys come here, all your crap's free forever. Yeah, right? Yeah. They're some sort of arrangement. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah, guess what? If I ever go to Charleston again, I kind of want to go to Gwen's now. So, so, yeah, so there too, it's worth working. Yeah. I'm kind of into it, yeah. And I bet they've got a website, and I bet you could Google it, and I bet they ship all over the country now. And Probably. I, and, I, and, I, and I bet that this is, you know, there's going to be some kickbacks or some free stuff or something for the cast and or the creators. But, yeah, you're right. It's, they've just manufactured this new inanimate object of a character known as Gwen's. How about Catherine's interview? Ooh, oh. brutal. That was Yikes. Tough. That might have been the worst job interview I've ever heard about. Like, you know, because, like, clearly we've all been in interviews on both sides of the table. Um, some go great, some don't. We also all heard about interviews that have gone bad or, or not bad. But to actually not be there, to, to like, I mean, like, I wanted to kind of reach out and be like, all right, clearly you're not prepared, and we should just, like, have you come back tomorrow. But they yeah. didn't do that. Right. They let her squirm and suck at it, and they gave her a job anyway because she's famous. So, fine, but that was that was terrible. It was really bad. <laughs> it was uncomfortable a lot. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> she couldn't even, it was not even sentences, she couldn't even get words out. No, it was, no. I've never seen her that tongue-tied. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as Shep said, you something, there's something about her you just want to help her. <laughs> you do. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, but, but so that was bad. Bad job interview. Still got the job. How do you guys feel about Peyton? We didn't really get into her. We just kind of like came to her defense that Naomi went too far. Uh, is she going to be a cast member, or do they just basically bring her in to uh, serve her up to Naomi on a platter? Yeah, it's weird. It's like they thought about it. Like this sometimes happens on Housewives too, where like a person will make a recurring cameo, and it's almost like they're testing them out, and then like halfway through production realizes like man we don't really have anything here so they kind of abandon it but I um 
I guess she's like a crossover from relationship and then she moved is. to Charleston. Yeah. So, um, let me a, ask you this. Like they thought about it, but yeah. Well, let me ask you this. One, are they planning on doing another season of relationship or no? Not that well, we know of. Not that we know of. Okay. And, and I bring that up because didn't he almost pick Peyton? No. Okay. She was like top three or something, but he met her out in LA, and right. then she is like up and moved to Charleston. No, I know that, but what I'm wondering is like you know how and I don't watch it ever really, but The Bachelor, don't they usually pick like a bachelorette or a bachelor from the opposite gender show who like uh, was real the, the public liked. But the bachelor or the bachelorette themselves didn't like enough to, to pick them, and so then right. it was like, oh, let's get like Johnny a show, you know? Let's put him. Yeah. A, I mean, do you think there's any kind of planning, like, oh, maybe we can like get Peyton, Peyton a dating show, or am I just giving Andy ideas that are really stupid? No, that's a legitimate idea, I think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if maybe they're trying to test her out to see if she has like the likability factor. Yeah, because because I'm, yeah. I'm wondering, and Cindy made yeah. a face, so I want to get back to that face in a minute. About why she's maybe not likable, but I don't think anybody's going to watch a second season of Relationship unless it's like three years from now. But I bet they think it's a kind of a viable vehicle if we can like piggyback. Like if Peyton's interesting enough, and then she can break some guy's heart who wants to be famous, and then he can they give like a little zipper effect and you know yin right. yang back across where it was like a relationship type show. Anyway, what was the face for, Cindy? I don't think you're wrong. I was just thinking of her um, Halloween outfit. <laughs> Yikes. I'm an avatar. Yeah. yeah. Um, she looked ridiculous. I did get, there was one conversation between like Cam and Shep when they were like eating Chick-fil-A about, so they kind of referenced, you know, relationship, like, oh, you didn't find the one or whatever. And then he was saying how, like, I don't know, I feel like I need like a British girl or like somebody mm-hmm. that, and yeah. I was like, are they teeing up like relationship? That's one? actually really oh. smart. That's super Good smart. Thought. And that's more likely, because I, I don't think him doing it in America would work, but I guess maybe International Man of Mystery Shep would be... I mean, people would tune in for that just to see the culture clash of, like... Right. Y- you know, hit him. It's basically kind of like... um, Crap, what's that, like, Anthony Bourdain when he, go, like, he goes... Eat, he eats all over the world and, like, whatever. It's kind of like a version of that, but, like, with, with like, a comedic f- right. foil in, in the protagonist, where, like, Shep's going to go and try to ah shucks it up in Australia, and it's probably going to go terrible. Right. But right. it will be ratings gold. Sure. Exactly. I, mean, I, I would watch the crap out of that. I would be more likely to watch that than the American version of Relationship. Yeah. Right. And I didn't watch it because, again, your cousin got completely shafted there. That wasn't cool. I totally agree. Totally agree. I, I stand with For I those stand. of you listening, Dara's cousin was got, got pretty far into the list of people who were going to be contestants and then at the 11th hour got cut. And we were really banking on having that inside access. I mean, what if, what if right now, instead of talking about Peyton, we were talking about your cousin, and in fact, your cousin was on the, on the pod with us right now. Like, they screwed all of us. <laughs> they really did. They, they had really no idea. did. I was looking forward to having him at Christmas Eve dinner and, you know. Yeah. Really battered the dreams. Totally true. Totally true. All right, what else have we missed, Dara? Um, I think we hit most of the high-level points okay. um i'm excited for the rest of the season but i have to admit now that i know that we're like two-thirds of the way through yeah. i'm kind of like hmm it's making me think about the season a little bit differently because i feel like i've been really loving it but now i'm like 
did that much even happen? And we're no. already two thirds of the way through. I'm kind of like rethinking all of this now. Right. Throw for a loop. You really threw me for a loop. With that. I think it's so. been. I think it's been a much more enjoyable show to watch. I think more interesting things have happened this year than certainly season four, which I thought mm-hmm. was just a snooze. Um, but yeah, I don't think a ton's happened because honestly, the JD thing was awesome, but then it hasn't really gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like the real thing that we're all banking on is that this Ashley Catherine Thomas thing gets incredibly ugly and that it's like a three part, you know, it's worth two shows. It's basically going to be the central part of two shows and then probably the central part of at least one of the reunion episodes. Right. I'm excited right. for Cam to have Palmer. Yeah, that's that. the one thing. And it's weird because Cam's kind of been like pretty much, like you said, on the bench because she's in, in the show she's very yeah. pregnant still. But you know they're timing it where it, like they're going to end it with Cam having a kid and her being so happy and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think the show will absolutely benefit from Cam being a mom in the future if they keep it going. Because uh-huh. uh, how many – all the crazy crap that happens in general when you have children, says the guy with no, kid, no children, but just like, you know – the the, the, the the ability to do preschool, the ability to have like, you know, little weird outfits, the ability for her to put her daughter in crazy clothes. Um, I mean, they're great with that dog. It's not their dog on Instagram. So, you know, they're going to be great with their kid. Elvis, the dog, right? Give me Elvis. Why can't we get an Elvis cat? No Elvis. Yeah, no Jason Elvis. yet, right? No Jason no. yet. So that'll be that'll be one thing that we're, we're kind of counting out here. Mm-hmm. I think it's crazy that he's like, well, call me if you're going to the hospital. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean she's I the type of person that can handle that, but like, woo. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Um, all right, so that that's something to look forward to. And then I also think, all right, how far into the reunion show before Craig offends both sides of the people arguing? Because what I like about Craig the most, besides his relationship with Gizmo, is his hot takes on other people's situations in front of said people. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody this side of, like, the ladies from Atlanta, the housewives from Atlanta, are that good at just, like, putting all the BS on the table past the point of what everybody agreed to, like, not bring up if it wasn't your direct thing. And, like, Craig's the master of that. So do you guys doubt me that he will be the leader in the clubhouse to offend both sides of the couch, get yelling at each other, or am I, am I just wishfully th- hoping for that? Uh, I mean, he never disappoints. He always manages to stick his foot in his mouth about something. So yeah. I'm sure it'll happen. He's a hot take. I'm He's really a hot take machine. Thinking, um, single Craig, actually. I think that he's really much better out of his relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a lot more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He's like an interesting dude. He's a quirky dude, which is best, especially for a television character, it's best to let a quirky dude roam and do his own thing and not yell at him and not, you know, let him do his thing. Uh, You know what we failed to mention? Not that I'm trying to continue to make this longer, but um, Craig and his life coach coming over, who we basically like... Can I, can I just want someone to tell me like I'm awesome all yeah, the time. Yeah, he needs a can hype I man. Can you to do that? And you're like, ugh. No, that was great. It was amazing because like, finally someone gets it. It's like, yeah, because you or the show is paying them to get it. Right. <laughs> right, right. You were giving the money to tell you this. Yeah, she's not going to tell you, well, you're wrong. At least not yet. Right. Maybe in year so two. Great. Yeah, well, Craig just needs some daily affirmation and clearly Naomi was giving him the opposite of that, which is okay. Again, that's okay. Right. But get out yeah. of that relationship, both of you. Both of you guys. Dara, I know you're a horse racing aficionado. Are you going to watch the uh, the Belmont next, whenever, two weeks from now? Are you excited for that or what? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
potential for a triple crown, right? Yep. You think Justified's yeah. got this thing or what? Yeah. And don't you feel like we've had a horse named Justified like six times over the last five years? I feel like that it, there's always a horse named Justified. I feel like there's a horse named Justified that won. Like, what? must be confusing with something else. Yeah, but. It may, you know what it could be? It could be like the, uh, the sire of another horse that was like... Justamide or something, you know, just, you know, just, you know, just desserts, just, you know, like it's probably like, you know, the, the, the yeah. offspring. All these horses are related to each other. There's only like eight fast horses in the world for a reason. They're all, right. they're all siring like all right. the, all the thoroughbreds. Yeah. Yes. That, but that's a, that's a story for another day when we do triple, yes. triple crown talk on the filibuster freestyle. <laughs> uh, all right, Dara, stick around for a minute and catch up. Good work on prepare, preparing. You got us through that. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Dara. Um, I'm pumped for either a pre-reunion or certainly a post-reunion recap for the three of us. Um, everybody who's listening, you know, I hope you had a great Memorial Day. And uh, looking forward to a, a, a wonderful summer of 2018. Dara, when, when, are, you, when are you guys going to the Cape this year? We're not going to the Cape this year, Ooh. unfortunately. Yeah, so we... Um, we went to Nantucket last year. It was lovely. Yeah. Um, but we are going to Lake Placid again this year. So oh, Good for you. Yeah. It's lovely in the summer. I'm a big big fan of the tourism and mountain towns in the summer. I like it. You got to do it. Well, anyway, we're gonna, we got to get you down south soon. You guys got to check out Asheville. That's, that's got to be the goal. Life goals for you and Dan is to come see Asheville. Great. I'm in. So Let's just putting it. that out there. All right, cool. Stick around for a minute. We'll catch up there. Everybody else... Thanks for listening to the Freestyles Southern Charm kind of mid-season uh, recap. And uh, Dara, thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Cindy, thank you. Thanks, Gav. And Dara, tell Dan and the kids we say what up. Will do.